It's your boy Nasty Backpack, and you are listening to Love for the Game Podcast. Stay tuned. What's up? What it do? It's your boy Nasty Backpack. It's the Love for the Game Podcast. We got uh, my boy Jay West. What it do, Jay West? Mic check, oh, mic check. And we also got Alpha in the mix. What's up, Alpha? What's going on? Not much, not much. Just here, man. How was everybody's football Sunday? Good and bad. Good and bad. That's what I like to hear. Hey, it was a relaxed Sunday. You know what I mean? My team's on a bye week, so I was just uh, kicking it, watching the scores. I hear you. What was what was the most interesting game out there? Man, a lot of people are going to say the Pats and the Green Bay Packers, but my favorite game uh, was that shutout there, Drew Brees versus Goff. Uh, they both went off. It was, it was a really good game, and I – Man, I, one of those teams is the best teams in the league to me. That was that was the most exciting game. Uh, yeah, that was a, a very high action packed game. Uh, for a minute, I thought golf was going to pull it off and cut, pull the uh, come back, but I, I can't lie. I think Saints are the best team in the NFC. If you're asking me, um, Breeze just was threading the needle last night, and he he tore it up. And even though this defense cut them up, uh, their defense is, is, is really underrated. Um, I think they, they, can, they can toughen up when, when they need to. And, you know, that one loss kind of proves that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I think both those two teams will be in the NFC uh, championship matchup uh, when playoffs start. And I think um, it's going to be another shootout with them as soon as they do get there. I see one of those two teams in the Super Bowl. So. Hey, but what's up with what's up with Quiet Gabe Abe over here? Before this other guy starts talking, I'm gonna tell you guys a story. I'm gonna give you some context on this dude. This is the type of guy that gets in an argument. I got in an argument. He's, he's a childhood friend, mind you. I got in an argument with this. We had a couple arguments. Hold on. I had in I got in an argument with this motherfucker over LeBron James. All right. He blocked me, cut me out the family. On social media over LeBron James. This is the type of motherfucker that's going to chime in right now. <laughs> I, I, I do remember that. It was a very hot moment. But, What's up, man? What are you thinking about the Steelers, bro? What, are you guys – You guys are. I know that game was, was nice for you. Are you guys contenders? You hear everybody talking about the Chiefs, about all these other teams? Or are you guys, you know, ready to, to step up to them? The Steelers, we already lost to Kansas City. But if you look, I think, I believe it was last year we lost to Kansas City in the regular season and we beat them in the playoffs. Kansas City always looks tough in the regular season. But when it comes down to play, Andy Reid just seems to choke on Kansas City, period. I'll tell you one thing. When I, when I saw Big Ben take that hit, I thought he was done for the season. But Joshua Dobbs came in and completed that 15, 20-yard pass to Juju Smith. Yeah, I was shocked that that Big Ben was able to come back so quick. I thought he was going to – like I said, I thought he was at least out for the game, if not the season. I thought he had a serious injury. But uh, 
two plays later, he was back in there throwing the ball again and uh, looked good. I think he had a pass to uh, Jesse James. Um, Jesse James. That was I know you were going to say Jesse James because you said pick him up on on the last podcast, huh? You I just bring up fucking Jesse James. Well, what the thing about the Pittsburgh, the thing about Pittsburgh is they they like to use both their tight ends. So one week it could be Vance McDaniel's, next week it could be Jesse James. I'm not exactly sure. Um, I'm gonna pull up their points right now to see exactly what they did because I don't even know exactly how many points either one put up or if they even put up anything big. I, I did see Jesse James get that, that long catch down the field, though, right after Big Ben came back. But like I said, I wasn't, I wasn't really uh, – I didn't really see how, how good either, either player did, but I'm going to pull it up right now to give you those full stats. Um, but, yeah, uh, Pittsburgh, is, Pittsburgh is definitely a contender. There's a lot of teams in the AFC that are right there. Even though their um, their stats don't show it, um, I mean, I put I put Big Ben and those boys over there right on top, just with you know with Kansas City, uh, the Chargers and the Pats. Um, I think all of them are, are extremely talented teams and well coached teams at the same time. So a lot of weapons on those teams that that can get you. you just gotta kind of see what's going on when it's going on. Absolutely. But what about to me the game of the week was that that Pats and and Packers game Sunday night football did not uh disappoint at all and uh the battle of the goats um came down to the wire uh who who in your opinion is the goat now that you you saw the Sunday night game who would you say well, the goat well, de- well, definitely Brady guys definitely got some better coach and the and better weapons, of course. You know, so I mean, you can't you gotta, really discuss on the goal. Brady, uh, hold on, it sounds like a whole bunch of excuses coming from this fucking take right now. What do the coach and the weapons, man? Brady, Brady took them apart. Brady took them apart. He threw it to Gordon. He threw it to Edelman. He threw it to everybody with no Gronk. Obviously, you know, I think. I you, yeah, you 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 named two wide receivers that are pro bowlers. I named one that is a uh, crackhead and um, <laughs> which has been suspended all year, and they've been winning, you know, without them actually. But I mean, they, they also got a good running back, good wide receivers. There was no Sony Michelle as well. Sony Michelle was out. You put Rogers. You put Rogers on that team. They were using wide receivers as running backs. No, bro. The, the, you know, it's not his fault. He's got a badass coach. But, no, Brady outplayed him. Um, you know what I mean? The Packers are just not at that level all around. Uh, and it, it was it was, it was, was what I expected, at least. I mean, it definitely came down. To, I mean, you could definitely tell that the Pats were extremely better coached than, than the Packers were. But when it came to actual quarterback play, there was a little streak where – where Brady missed about six targets in a row. But the thing about Brady is even missing six targets in a row, he was able to come back and still put his team back on his back, still carry his team and get the mission accomplished. And, I mean, if that doesn't say go to you, I don't know. Like, to me, to me, Brady in my head is Michael Jordan. And 
Aaron Rodgers could be LeBron James. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And real quick, I, I apologize to, you know, Gordon. It's good to see him get hundreds of, of yards and, and get in the end zone, not only because I'm a fantasy owner, but because it's good to see him do good. You know what I mean? So I'm just fucking around with the whole crackhead stuff. Yeah, it was definitely good to see uh, Josh Gordon get uh, in that end zone and have a 100-yard game. I've been waiting for that all season. I am an owner of him as well. I think we've um, been waiting that for like two or three years now. Yeah, I mean, I just, I mean, it took it took Cleveland letting him go, and him being in a a place that ain't gonna stand for any of that shit. It's gonna whip you into shape, and uh, nobody does that better than Bill Belichick. That's for, that's for sure. I mean, he's taking the the hotheads of the hotheads, the biggest hotheads of them all, and, and changed their game around and. And put them back on a, in a in a winning atmosphere, with the winning spirit, and uh, that's that's what Belichick does. And but as far as the as the whole goat conversation, like I said, if if you guys missed that Sunday night football matchup, it definitely showed you who the goat was because the goat was the winning squad, in, in Brady. Um, he pulled it together. He threaded the needle, and uh, towards the end, it wasn't even close. Towards the end, I mean. Even though the score showed it was a little bit closer, you everybody knew that game was over, you know, with the last six minutes of the game. So, with that being said, um, Brady, in my head, in my mind, is definitely the GOAT and the best to ever do it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah, he's definitely MJ. MJ, the, the closest thing to it. Closest thing to it. What about the trade in Minnesota? What y'all think about that? What about that that matchup? Did you guys see it? Oh, man, I saw that, that that matchup messed up my whole parlay that I bet right there. It, it messed me up. I thought they were a plus five point favorite. So I went ahead and I, and I took that on, on a parlay. I, I hit all four teams with that one. Uh, Detroit looks weak. Detroit, you mean Detroit looks weak? Um, I was surprised to see. Cousins have a just horrible day, and them still, you know, win. Uh, he he didn't really put up any points or any passes. Uh, but that Vikings defense is showing up again, and it's been showing up here these last couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, they definitely have. I mean, it was a pretty, pretty close game all the way until uh, Stafford tried to do the little pitch to carry on and uh that just I, I when I saw I saw it like it's slow motion happening in real time and I knew as soon as carry on got behind him and carry on you can see carry on telling him pitch it to me and I was like oh this is gonna end bad and as soon as he threw that ball <laughs> sure enough Minnesota picks it up and takes it right into the end zone and the I, turnovers it, did cause him that game it, it was it was crazy. The good thing, though, uh, Dalvin Cook did look pretty good. He uh, 89 yards rushing. Like, that That has to be great for fantasy owners. Um, he looked quick. He looked fast. He looked like he had his legs back. Um, he also had another four receptions for 20 yards. Uh, he looked like he's fantasy relevant again, which is, for the first time this season, is a, is a good thing to say for Dalvin Cook. Because I know we haven't mentioned his name uh, enough this Quite season. Quite some time. Quite yeah, some I wonder how, how many carries he's, he's going to be split now because Murray was, was doing so good. Um, 
you know, prior to his return. That'll be interesting, too, to see how it plays out. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting. I mean, the the bad thing is that Latavius uh, Murray did almost fumble that ball in the end zone. They ended up giving it back. I think Thielen fell, fell on it, but uh, they ended up giving it back. To, uh, no, no, not uh, Kyle Rudolph fell on it, which for Kyle Rudolph owners, y'all were very happy as soon as you saw it, but then they reversed it and gave it the touchdown to uh, Latavius Murray. So I don't know if they're going to be using him as much due to the fact that he's the ball slipping out of his hands. On the other side, what do you guys think about the wide receiving core of the um, Detroit Lions without Golden Tate? Nobody really did anything over there. Um, everybody pretty much on the team was held under 10 points in fantasy, um, which if you – that was such a fucking trash game. I mean, Cousins didn't do anything. Detroit didn't do anything. Fuck that game all around. Fantasy. Yeah, big time. Fuck that game. Yeah, that, that, that game was, was absolutely nuts. Um, I know the Chiefs, I know you were hyped about that Chiefs, Brown, Baker, Mayfield. And then the Browns, you know, I mean, they, they seem to, to stay – with them a, a little bit. They, they did better than I thought, but at the end of the day, it was, you know, the Chiefs were, were too much for them. Uh, what did you think about the, the Baker Mayfield and, and Pat Mahomes hype? I don't know how well, that's even a comparison, though. I mean, they had a little rivalry in college. Um, like I said, Oklahoma beat Texas Tech, and that was a, it was a very high-scoring game. Um, I, was, I, was, I wasn't as shocked to see this game um, – go as as close as it was it was pretty close for a while the defense held up pretty well um until the the later uh quarters when you know mayfield couldn't Mayfield got hit a lot he got he actually got hurt on a couple pay, uh, plays where they had to bring uh does Mahomes got the mvp locked in uh way too much season left yeah it's, it's too much there's too much season left um one person i was shocked to see tear it up was duke johnson jr um, I didn't think he was gonna. I, I thought he would be more used and utilized. I even I even said that he was a pickup, um, but I didn't see him putting up twenty five points. And then on the on the bad on the other side of that coin, I played against him this week, and so whoever owned him put twenty five points up against me, which didn't help my fantasy at all. And now I'm sitting here waiting for this. Uh, Cowboys game. I need Ezekiel to put up 100 points for me to uh, have a chance. <laughs> but Kareem Hunt looked amazing as always. Uh, he finished with three touchdowns, tore it up. Pat Mahomes tore it up. Kelsey tore it up. The whole Kansas City team just tore it up. Well, Tyreek Hill didn't have as good as a game due to the fact that everybody else had a great game. So somebody had a Somebody had to take the the L on that one, which had six touchdowns in the last two games. He's fucking monstering it up right there. You better start yeah. putting him in the MVP combo if he keeps that pace up towards towards the end of the end of the year. So I, I think the MVP talk is going to be way different four or five weeks from now. You know, depending yeah. on teams. I mean, th- there's a lot of there's a lot of people to put up there. There's just too much to put up there that. One kind of injury or, or 
two bad games can take you right out of that top. And we are back. It's your boy Nasty Backpack. We got Alpha on the the mix right now. ATO. Jay West is back. Uh, what do you guys think about that Chicago game? That was one of the biggest disappointments I've out of all the games. That was the one game that I was like, how do how does Chicago put up forty one points and Mitch Trubisky only has ten points in fantasy? I couldn't oh, figure out. Defense. That defense. defense. Yeah. defense. That fucking now, defense. Now, was it more the defense or was it just Nathan Peterman just couldn't – that was just throwing interceptions like crazy? Because we knew we know that he loves to throw interceptions. If you all remember last season, he had a game where he threw five interceptions in one game. So, here's the interception king. Was it more of the Chicago defense just being – who we thought they were, or was it Buffalo is who they are? <laughs> well, Buffalo just sucks. Plain and simple. You know, when you're playing, when you got that type of offense playing against that defense, that's the outcome you're going to get every single time. That's so true. Nathan Peterman threw three interceptions yesterday for uh, – I mean, it's the same thing with the Denver defense a few years ago when they won the Super Bowl because Payne Manning really didn't do any of that work. He threw 180 yards, I believe, that game. That's ten, Team Tebow fucking stats. Yeah, that's why I think a team like a Kansas City, honestly, it's it's they're not going to be a Super Bowl winner because at the end of the day, it's, it's the defense that historically brings you all the championships. And that's true. I, I think you have to be a well-rounded team. I think you have to have both, um, because if you if you think about it, Buffalo's defense kept pain, um, kept Tom Brady from scoring a touchdown. They kept Mitch Trubisky from scoring a touchdown. So I think with Buffalo, they're, they're just a team that just has defense, and that's it. And then on the other side of the ball, it's just that there's nothing. There's no. There is no other side of the ball. <laughs> There's no, there's no offense whatsoever. Um, so I think you have to have both offense and defense. Um, the offense, uh, to me, just has to be a little bit better. But Chicago got it done. The defense got it done. Um, they put up 41 points against that Buffalo squad. And well, the sad part is that Peterman put up more points than Trambisky. So <laughs> I don't know how that happens. But um, somehow he got it done. He he had 46 yards rushing. Nasty backpack gets the award for talking about the trashiest games of the weekend. Hey, we gotta cover all, we gotta cover all of it, brother. We gotta cover all of it. The least Let's, offense and and the worst play available. We're gonna talk about these games, man. I'll tell you which one was disappointing to me was that Seahawks Chargers game because that one also fucked my parlay up. I um, thought the Seahawks were, were going to upset. That, that Chargers team just goes up and down, and, and you never know what you're going to get out of them. That's, that's the last time I've been on You never know what you're going to get out of Rivers. Yeah, they, I mean, I mean, it's Rivers. We should. You guys got to know who Rivers is. He's, he's going to be there. He's that, I mean, that team got the squad. They got, a, they, got, they, got, they got the defense on one end, 
holding up, and then on the other end they got when you got Melvin Gordon, Keenan Allen, and and Philip Rivers. I mean, Philip Rivers has been there before. He's he's a veteran. He's gonna get. He's gonna figure a way to get the job done, and that's that's pretty much what he did. Um, he put up seventeen points in fantasy. Not a bad day. Could could have been worse. Keenan Allen finally came through. Put up eighteen points. He tore it up. Melvin, Melvin Gordon, Gordon doing Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon doing Melvin Gordon, 113 yards rushing, you know, 10 receptions, one touchdown. I mean, it, it's it's hard to stop a team that keeps it moving like that. I mean, Russell Wilson didn't have that bad of a game either. The problem with them is that they have a lot of young young talent in the wide receiving core, and they're, they're not using Baldwin the way – we anticipate a Baldwin being used. When you hear the name Baldwin, you're thinking of that elite category of wide receivers, and he just hasn't been there. So with that being said, you know, David Moore had two close touchdowns in the end zone that were almost there. Um, and with the, if he would have caught those passes, that would have gave them the lead or the tie. Um and that's why that game looked the way it looked. Um, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to get everybody back on the lines. And we're going to give you some more fantasy news. Stay tuned. And we are back. It's your boy Nasty back. That's the love for the game podcast. Just getting everybody back on the lines. Atlanta and Washington. Atlanta just steamrolled over Washington 38-14. to 14. Uh, Julio Jones finally gets in the end zone and scores a touchdown, which it seems like forever that he's got in that end zone. Um, Coleman puts up 30 points. Unbelievable game for him. He tore it up on the on the ground with 88 yards rushing, two touchdowns, and 68 yards in receptions. Um, phenomenal game for for Atlanta. Would you would you what were your takes on that game? Well, I knew Atlanta was going to just destroy them. You know, their offense is there. You know, they got Matt Ryan. They got Julio. They got that awesome rookie, you know, playing very well. You know, Julio did finally score, but it doesn't really matter due to the fact he's already, like, I believe, like 900 yards receiving already. But, yeah, he did finally score since the first time since last season, you know, week 13. So I'm pretty sure he was excited about that. Fantasy owners were excited about that. Put up some great fantasy numbers. Yeah, he tore it up. Um, AP, Adrian Peterson, totally killed it for me. He didn't really do much on the ground. It seemed like he was just running into brick wall at the brick wall. Um, Alex Smith threw for 306 yards pass. I don't see where it was at because the score doesn't show that. Um, Capri Bibbs had a decent game. Um, he put up more fantasy points than AP did, and I could have really used that this week. I talked about him on the previous podcast, and uh, I think his role is gonna is gonna get bigger and bigger, especially with Chris Thompson out. Uh, depending on how long he stays out for, you guys might want to keep an eye on Capri Bibbs. Maybe throw him away for a stash. Um, and just go match the match to see if uh, he'll find a good fit. 
Matt Ryan was 26 for 38 in that game, 350 yards passing, four touchdowns, and just threw one interception. That's it. That's it. What do you think about Miami? Miami and the Jets. Uh, Sam Donald did not play great in that game at all, and I'm pretty sure you know Jets know it. He even knows it. I'm pretty sure he made a comment about it earlier, talking about he played he played poorly against them. So you know he's still a rookie. You know, too early to tell for his career. I, I think with these young rookies. Um, it makes sense, and I didn't. I didn't understand it in the beginning of the season when you didn't see Baker Mayfield out there, and you didn't see Josh Rosen out there, um, and everybody says, "Nah, you need to sit them. You need to sit them for a year. You need to sit them for a year." It, it, it makes sense when you go look in hindsight and you see how well Pat Mahomes is doing. You know, his rookie season, he sat the whole season on the bench. And that's what they're. And that's the- what they're trying to get out. They're trying to get a Patrick Mahomes. And their quarterback, yeah, and it just seems like when you rush these these young these young guys out there too early, it's just the game speed is just way too quick for them. They don't get enough reps in practice to be ready for for game speed, and um, it, it's definitely showing, um, and, and you're definitely seeing it with some of these rookies how how the game speed is. They're not up to par, especially Sam Darnold. He's he has the most picks out of any quarterback in the league right now, and he threw four yesterday on that Sunday Sunday game against. I mean, the Miami, Miami. defense looked amazing. I had them starting against against Donald, and uh, man, they gave me twenty five points in my league. They they just tore it up. Um, nobody on offense really looked good at all <laughs> on both teams. I don't see. Any fantasy points, really anything to brag about? The score was 13 to 6. It was pretty much all field goals. Yeah, because Oswald didn't, did bad as well, just throwing for 139 yards. Yeah, so neither team did anything. Um, it was a defensive game. It was, it was all defense. <laughs> Definitely all defense. Um, let's get to the next game. And then we'll get to some duds of the week. And actually, that's all the games, I believe. Oh, Tampa Bay and Carolina. Tampa Bay, Carolina. Fitz Magic. What you think about Fitz Magic? Could get to, he found Fitz a little magic. bit. Fitz Magic ran out of magic that day. I mean, he threw four touchdowns, the two interceptions. And that two interceptions is probably where the game got a little bit lopsided at. Um, Twenty, but I will over Jameis Winston. Yeah, I I agree. Um, Adam Humphreys had a great game, putting up some big numbers in the passing game. Um. O.J. Howard had a big game. He had a huge game. Chris McCaffrey had a huge, huge game. Thirty, He put 30 fantasy points up by himself. Newton had a nice game. Um, 90 90 for 25. Yeah, the biggest disappointment was D.J. Moore. He was one of my streams of the week, one of my pickups of the week for the waivers. Um, He 
was pretty much a ghost in this game, putting up only five fantasy points. Um, Chris Godwin, a lot of people were hyped on him that he was going to get a lot of action. He also put up five fantasy points. So those were two busts of the weeks that I had big hopes in. But um, to see Adam Humphreys come in and, and get a, have a great game, that, that makes up for it. He, he's still available in a lot of leagues, so if you can find him, pick him up. He's he'll he'll help your team out. He got some good court, uh, good uh, chemistry with with Fist Magic. Um, the the players that did look good out there weren't really getting in sync. Were Mike Evans and Des, um, Deshaun Jackson? Um, they were pretty much ghosts out there due to the fact that um, Humphrey. But Magic's. Fence Magic still managed to throw four touchdowns in that game. He did. He did. He tore it up. He had a great game. Uh, let's get over to the Houston and Denver game. Julius uh, Demarius Thomas got the start finally um, after being traded earlier in the week. He put up seven fantasy points. Um, Houston won this game, putting their record at six and three. They beat Denver nineteen to seventeen. That was a really, really close game right there. Um, Denver should have came up on top. You know, those missed field goals really did cost them. Wouldn't be surprised if the field goal kicker gets cut. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It it just seems like this season we've just been seeing more uh more field goal kickers missing than in past seasons, they just haven't been looking good. Um, DeAndre Hopkins was a difference maker in this one. He couldn't be stopped. 105 yards, 10 receptions, one touchdown. Um, when you're putting that kind of pressure on a defense, defenses most likely are going to crack every time. Um, DeAndre Hopkins owners have to be happy. On the other side, Demaris Thomas didn't really look too good out there. Looked a little bit sluggish, but um, give it a little bit of time. Well, I don't think he did bad. You know, he had three catches, 61 yards, and he got thrown the ball three times. So it's not like he dropped any passes. It, it was just a real low-scoring game. They, they, it, was, it was a defensive – one of those defensive games. The, the good thing is Thomas is in the starting lineup. You're going to be seeing more of him. This is his first week there, so we expect that. Do you think – uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Demaris Thomas is the best wide receiver, wide receiving core in the NFL. Uh, no, no, not even close. I think DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best wide receivers in the in the NFL, but I think Pittsburgh has a pretty good wide receiving core. I, guess, I think Patriots have a good wide receiving core. Um, Chargers have a good wide receiving core. Uh, I'll tell you who doesn't have a good wide receiving core, that, those Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> they don't got a lot of good things over there. <laughs> um, Case Keenum had an okay game. Um, his uh, biggest target was his tight end. And it's crazy it's now that with Demarius Thomas not there anymore, Denver is starting to use a two-tight end set. And uh, – you saw a lot of the tight ends yesterday, so that that's that's big for 
for if they're needing a streamer tight end, it looks like Denver's going to start using the tight ends. Um, Hero Man had 83 yards, 10 receptions, and one touchdown. Um, so he's getting a lot of action over there. Jules is their other tight end. He looked really good at, as well. And there were some sets where they were both on the field at the same time. So um, the, the tight ends are definitely being used over there now with Demarius Thomas out. So if you're needing to stream a tight end for the upcoming weeks, take a look at those guys, see who the matchup is, and um, you might be able to get a good stream with one of those uh, tight ends. Now let's get to the upcoming game that's tonight. Kickoff is a little over an hour away. We got the Tennessee Titans, three and four, going against those Dallas Cowboys. Who do you have winning this game? I do got Dallas coming out on top. They're at home. I think that's going to give them the advantage. Dak Prescott does got a right receiver, a new right receiver to throw to and look at. So I'm looking for how Amari Cooper is going to do tonight. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Amari Cooper was the big ad about two weeks ago. Um, they traded away a first-round pick for Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper really hasn't proven himself this season. I mean, I think he's had one big game, but um, I, he's in a new system now. He's had time to learn the system. He's been there for a little over two weeks, um, and it, it's going to be great to see how Dak utilizes him. Um, I think Colt Beasley is going to have a fine game now that the field's going to open up a little bit more for him. Now that he's not going to be getting trailed by the by the the best safety or or whoever the best safety on Tennessee is, so he'll, he'll he should have a good game. Zeke Elliott finally is going to have a little bit more room to work with now that all the pressure ain't on him to make every single play and every single catch. So um, I think this team is well rounded now. Um, they win tonight; they'll be four and four, and they'll be one game behind. Um, the Redskins, and 